Welcome to the VIP Show Podcast. This is Jose Aristimuño, bringing you the biggest names in the game of business, entrepreneurship, and life to help you level up, get inspired, and become the most successful you. You already know the VIP Show. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the VIP Show. I'm your host, Jose Aristimuño. Folks, you know, I, I, it's crazy, crazy to me that we're already on Q4 and 2024. It's just around the corner literally uh, and i told you you know q4 it's it's so incredibly important to set yourself for success uh for 2024 for the next year so i always like to talk uh with high level individuals entrepreneurs from all walks of life who are doing very 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 cool things uh my guest on today's show is no exception uh she is amy orefo she's amazing she is a global entertainment attorney and she's going to talk to us about that and entrepreneurship and all and all cool things and she comes from atlanta georgia ladies and gentlemen amy <laughs> welcome to the show Thank you for having me, Jose. What an intro. Thank you for getting me started the right way. You got me hyped. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That, that's the energy we like to bring uh, to the VIP show. Um, before we talk entertainment, before we talk music, before we talk legal, um, there's a question I always like to ask my guests. And the question is as follows. Um, who was Amy Orefo before all this, the little girl uh, growing up? Ooh. Oh, Jose, I love that question because if you know me and anybody who knows me knows I love an origin story and that's where it comes from. Mm -hmm. So Amy Arefo is the youngest of five kids, first generation American born to proudly born to Nigerian parents. Um, and I like to say Amy Arefo, my superheroes are my parents because of oh, yeah. what they've endured. So truly the American, um, the, the literally the American story, right? Like the, the, Coming to this country with nothing, um, coming to school, having your children, not complaining, not having um, any re resources or people to help, but getting it done. So that's my model, Jose. Amy Arefo is about getting things to the finish line because that's what I saw. I saw it in my parents. So mm -hmm. that is who I am. And that's what I bring to anything I do personally, professionally. And that's why, you know, and what I help to do with my creatives, as I affectionately call them. I love it. I love it. And and. You know, I, I shout out to all the parents out there uh, who are listening yes. to the show. Um, it, it's so important, um, you know, to 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 just give credit to our parents for everything they've they've been able to do, and 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 just folks who come uh, before us. Um, and and you know, so they they were your parents were immigrants, right? Or you know, from yes. Nigeria, your first yes. your first generation. So so that in its own is a very important very important thing. Um, how let me like how do you because being an attorney on its own it's it's amazing by yeah. the way as a minority that's already you know um high level <laughs> stuff but even more niche and more specific being a global entertainment attorney yeah. how the heck do you get into that <laughs> thank you jose that is a great question it's because of what i just said in the origin story because mm -hmm. i always knew there was more i love you know, the American dream and being born and raised in America. But my parents, like you mentioned, they were immigrants. So I always knew there was other, there are other things. There's more than America. As beautiful and as amazing as America is, you all, there are other countries and other places. I tease my fellow Americans. I was like, we like to think we're the only ones here. No. So that's what it exposed me to as a child. Mm -hmm. We live in a global world. So to me, I want an impact to not be limited. I want it to be global. So that's why, you know, I coin myself as a global entertainment attorney because I represent artists, 
um, in the United States, in Nigeria, in my two respective countries of duality, right? And I have dual citizenship in both places, which that's a blessing. It allows mm-hmm. me to move around this world the way I need to. And I would be crazy not to take advantage of that. So that's why I'm a global entertainment attorney, because my clients do not just live in one sedentary place. They too are moving and bouncing around globally. So we need to have the skill sets, the resources, and the people on ground to help as needed. Very cool. Very cool. And I, and I think it's amazing how you were able to sort of marry both countries, yeah. you know, your, your, where your roots come, which is Nigeria and then your yeah. native country, which mm-hmm. you were born here, here in the States. So yeah. it's very cool that you have artists from both sort of walks of life. Yeah. Um, very, very cool. Um, what would you say if you're an artist uh, or you're an inspiring artist mm-hmm. or musician listening to the show today, and you do not know mm-hmm. the legalities that come with, protecting your music or getting a piece of the pie when it comes to music. There is a big sort of, um, how would I call this? There's a big sort of understanding in the music industry that the record labels always make all the money and the artists always make very little. And there are artists that um, even though they're very famous, they, they, just, yes. they just don't have the wealth that they should for the type of uh, music that they've been able to put into the world. So are there things that musicians, uh, upcoming musicians can do to protect themselves? Uh, Excellent question. I always tell people, Jose, intellectual property. I know we're speaking respectively to the crowd in the United States, but everybody, wherever you are, again, this is a podcast that reaches people globally. So check your respective jurisdiction. Learn about intellectual property. That is copyrights, trademarks, patent, trademark, um, trade secrets. So copyright, for example, like Jose, we are here. You are, let's say you write a song. You and I write a song together. We need to copyright the lyrics to that song. That would we be need a hit, to copyright by the way. The, uh, clearly, like, you know, so <laughs> like, let's talk offline about making that's that right, song. That's right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like we make a song, but I always talk about it. Like God gives you these gifts. My job is help these artists monetize them. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can create a hundred songs. Jose, you create hits. And I'm here, you create hits as a a songwriter. I come in as a producer, we make magic. What do we do with that? We copyright that song. Then we copyright the two levels, the underlying composition. Then you copyright the sound recording, what we hear referred to as a master's, the final product. Some people don't know that. So they go Mm. and they make a song and guess what? Jose, somebody steals it from them. Because how do you prove after all, how do you make that song? Some people may say, oh, that's uh, a copyright. You can have a copyright by common law, but go take an added step of protection and go to the United States Copyright Office and file it. You know websites like www.copyright.gov, that's for copyrights in the United States. No websites like www.uspto.gov. No, they're not paying me, you all. They should be, as much as I'm on those places <laughs> trying to protect people's rights. They're not, but I'm very passionate passionate about artists knowing how to protect your work because unfortunately you all I've received those calls and those email messages that I hate to receive when somebody says I created this but somebody stole it and how do you prove it and that person may have deeper pockets than them they may be willing to go to war go and and hire legal but they know they could silence that person I hate receiving those messages Mm. and in order to not do that be proactive rather than reactive and go protect your intellectual property your songs your scripts Anything you create that comes from your mind and you put pen to paper, you record with your phone, it is protectable by intellectual property and copyright, trademark and patent and trade secret rights. So go protect it. That's step one. I would tell any artist, they may say, well, you know, people aren't hiring me for things. Nope. 
protected. You don't want to scramble when the, the phone is ringing and you mm. didn't protect that stuff. People want to buy it from you. You cannot sell something you do not own. Simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that, that's a good way. Of, that's a good way of putting it. Um, is the process long? I mean, does it depend on what type of property it is? Is it expensive? Can you talk to us a little bit about that process? Yeah. So it's, it all depends. I'm giving one of those lawyer answers. Sorry, Jose. Um, it depends because somebody may want to, you know, protect two trademark names. Like Jose, people have protected their own names. So for my, for example, if I want to protect Amy Arefo and that is my actual stage name, then I've done that. I'll use myself, for example. I have um, a platform called Creative Passport and I protected that. I've done a trademark for that. That's a platform mm-hmm. for creatives. I've also done a trademark for, you know, what I do as a source identifier called Amy O said. So that's what I use as far as branding and branding mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. on social media. So I can't talk it and not walk it. Right. So I'm doing the same thing to protect myself. You all, you may think, oh, there's not value in this. I did it before I started building these platforms. So you mm-hmm. protect it. So yes, a trademark is going to cost you in the United States. It's going to cost you a little more than a copyright. Um, and those prices vary depending on the number of classes of goods and services you want to file, um, how many trademark applications you file. So that's why it's an it depends answer, Jose, because it's hard to get somebody set costs because somebody may want to file one trademark with one class of goods for merchandise with your shirts, hats, all of that. Somebody may want to file three classes with, you know, education, with um, merchandise, with jewelry. Those prices mm-hmm. are going to vary. Uh, copyrights are usually more affordable and you want to get that done first because you usually have to copyright any kind of work before you do anything else. But they're usually a one-two punch. If Jose, for example, let's use your show, your amazing podcast. You know, if you want to copyright your podcast and then trademark your name as the name of the show, that's two ways of intellectual property. You've protected intellectual property in two ways. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so co- mm-hmm. copyright's a little cheaper, but if you can, yes. you should always do both. Maybe start with a copyright. Yes. And go with the trademark. But you can, let me just make sure I heard this correctly. You can copyright your own name? You can trademark your own name. Trademark your own name. And it gets tricky, Jose. I'm glad you actually did this distinction because sometimes you all, this is why, and not to make, you know, a shameless plug for attorneys, but it is the truth. This is why people get attorneys because it can get a little convoluted because sometimes you will need to file both a copyright and a trademark Mm -hmm. for a a show concept for a name. You may, because if you have a specific way, Jose, in how you design your name, the the way you spell your name out for your podcast, you may want to copyright that design. You get Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, so it just depends. So that's why I gave a lawyer's answer. It depends. But if you have a copyright or trademark attorney who's versed in that, an intellectual property attorney, as you all may hear, IP, who deals with that, Mm -hmm. they can tell you in a case-by-case scenario, if you just need a copyright, if you need a copyright, trademark, or patent, or let me add another layer, patents, Jose, let's say you and I create a game together. Mm-hmm. And we create an app. You need a patent that. You need mm-hmm. a copyrighted trademark and patent. You see where I'm going with this? Oh, yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. Need, it, gets, it gets really layered, but all of this, people may say, oh, that costs a lot of money. It's an investment, but I promise you, that's being proactive. It will save you a lot of money in the back end, because one day, you're going to have a company who wants to purchase that from you, and believe you me, you will be very happy. You spend that money on the front end because, again, what is our rule of thumb, Jose? You cannot sell something you don't own. When you Mm. own it and you can Mm. license it, you can sell it. But if you don't, you can't tell somebody what the price is to pay for it. That's so no, so interesting, and and it's such a such an important topic, especially today in the digital economy. That it's sometimes so easy to create a name or create a username on IG and 
it's become mm-hmm. so easy to create an LLC really quickly. Um, so, so, so important. Um, let me let me ask you, do, do you have any, I wonder, because you've worked with so many people, both in the state yeah. and Nigeria, you name it. Do you have a favorite moment or a, a favorite memory with the type of work that you do? Oh, you are asking all these good questions. Let's see. Um, whoo, you made me look down. Um, <laughs> I say, I would say a couple. Can I get a couple? I know sure, it sounds like sure. I don't follow that rich. Sure. Um, but you know what? I would say um one of my clients have been able to go to the Apollo and I was able to go there with them. And that wow. was a surreal moment. Because sure. it's you know, I watched this as a child on TV and to be backstage to watch your clients have two sold out shows at one of the most iconic venues in the world. That's mm. definitely a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm blessed to say this, Jose. I have too many moments to count, and I'm not being facetious when I say sure, that. Sure, I have sure. way too many moments to count because I pinch myself a lot. Um, you know, I'm a woman of faith, I pray about things. I I felt like I dreamt about things like this, but things are exceeding what I even anticipated. Um, I've been able to, I would say Apollo is definitely a highlight. I um I'm a member of the recording academy. I've I've been able to attend the recording academy, I mean the Grammy several years and walk the red carpet. If you ever wow. told me that can happen, Very I'm cool. kind of Very cool. right? So like, so those are one of many moments. So I'm blessed. And then that's my thing. I want others to experience it because I didn't grow up. I didn't have any lawyers in my family. My family, um, you know, anybody who knows people from Nigerian households, education is massive because it's your way out. So we were just told as kids, go to school, um, you know, pray about it. God will lead you, but you're going to school. That's not anything. It's not up for discussion. <laughs> you're, you're going to school. So that was there. So I just re- realized I'm, I'm a creative. I was a trained dancer. And mm-hmm. I needed to have an outlet. So I didn't pursue it professionally. So I had to represent creatives. It wasn't a matter of, oh, I think I stumbled into this. No, I danced for 16 years. I wanted to dance professionally. It didn't happen. So that's why I get along with creatives so well. My thing is I put the fire under the tail to monetize what they're doing. Make money so you can create generational wealth. That's my passion for them. I love it. I love it. No, And I love how you're a creative and you're very close to that world, but also, yeah. you know, you know, being a, a lawyer and, and, and an attorney can be a very square, you know, type yeah. of it for, for certain issues. Yeah. When, yeah. You know, no, look, so look, talk your talk yeah. is the truth. And no disrespect to my colleagues. I yeah. just knew I did not want to be that sort of boxed in attorney because sure. as a creative, that makes me feel like I'm dying on the inside. And there's no disrespect to my colleagues who do other practice areas. Yeah. I just know that as you can imagine, Jose, no two, moments, not even days, no two moments are the same. I can get an email that changes the trajectory of my day in a good way. I've watched clients go from, you know, not paying legal fees or being able to afford it to become a multimillionaire. Come on. Like who can say that? Like, you know what I mean? That's that's got to feel good. That's got to feel good. That's that's amazing. Where, where is Amy, uh, where's Amy or Rafo five years down the line? Walk me through that. Whoa. I am um, still working with my boutique law firm, growing with these brands I've been blessed to grow with. I am a creative, but I'm an entrepreneur first prior to being a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Um, And I often tease to know Nigerians and specifically my tribe, Ebos. We're very industrious and entrepreneurial. So I always want to do more. Like I have investment property, continue to invest in real estate um, because I learned something years ago. Three of the biggest ways you uh, accumulate wealth are stocks and bonds. Um, mm-hmm. real estate and entrepreneurship. And I'm doing two out of the three. I'm getting into cutting my teeth in trading, but I still need to learn that. But just diversifying portfolio, speaking more, Jose, because I love education and empowerment. Mm-hmm. I'm an adjunct professor right now at a university, but I also love 
um, igniting the fire in people. So I do want to do more speaking engagements throughout the world because I need somebody to see that, you know, a little black girl like myself who didn't see other people before mm-hmm. me doing some of these mm-hmm. things. You could be a trailblazer and kick the door down in your own way. So that's very important to me. So have, you know, the law of practice continue to grow that, have the infrastructure like I have in place now to service the clients, but still do, you know, investments here and then speak globally to impact others, to let them know that, you know, you have some work to do and something to contribute to this world mm-hmm. as well. Amazing. Before I let you go, Amy, for every for every young entrepreneur who's listening to the show, um, Latino, African American, you you name it, you know, if you're listening to the show today and you're going through a tough time, you think your business is not gonna get out of the recession, you think your business is not gonna make it, you don't think you're good enough, you're facing a challenging time. What would be your advice for this individual or set of individuals to 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 come above, uh, you know, better than ever? Figure out what makes you special. God created all of us. And with billions of people, we are all different. Figure out your special sauce. Figure out what makes you unique. You may say, what is that? There's something, the things that often come easy to us are our gifts and we take it for granted. Like naturally, you'll wake me up, Jose. I could be having a bad day. I'm still going to want to encourage you. That's me. Mm -hmm. So why not enter a field where I literally get to do that for a living? I advocate for people. At the core, if you strip down what I do and I negotiate deals, I help protect people. I protect and advocate for people. So don't my encouragement skills come through that, right? Like, so you just find things that are there. So be consistent, you all. I know, I know about being broke. I know about uh, being an underdog. I know about feeling like people don't understand me. Take those gifts, harness them and make them superpowers, you all. Stay consistent. Like even when people didn't care to listen to what I was saying, I had a plan. I stuck at it. And when you become consistent soon enough, the right person or the right people will notice it. And then, you know, your best is yet to come. But if you stop, if you won't finish it, somebody else will. So you be the one to finish it and get to the finish line. Boom. That is on fire, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) You're listening to the VIP show. We're listening to Amy Orefo. She just said it, folks. If you do not finish the job, if you do not finish the race, someone's going to finish it for you. So you got to get on it. Get back. You can fall. It's okay to fall down, but get back on the track, right? Just get back on it. Um, Everyone's got uh, amazing, amazing, amazing talent. Amy, if people want to learn from you, they want to be inspired by you, they want to work with you, where can people find you? Thank you, Jose. If you could check me out on this, this is a part of my life's work and vision. Creative Passports, a new community I've built for creatives, for people who may say, hey, look, I'm not quite there. Can't work with lawyers all the time. Can't have a lawyer retainer. Can't do that. But I want you all to have resources. Go to www.creativepassport.co. Sign up there. Um, You know, we'll send out information about the community. And also find me on all social media at Amy O said so. And then also check out my website for my law firm, www.aopclawfirm.com. Gave y'all three ways to keep in touch with me and I actually respond. So somebody, <laughs> myself or somebody, my team will respond because we want you all, what's bigger, I want everybody to feel seen. So because of that, and one of those three places, you should be able to get in contact with me or somewhere at my firm. Boom. You heard it right here. First, the <laughs> VIP show, Amy Arefo. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Jose, for having me. Thank you.